Welcome to My Bible Study, a verse-by-verse devotional study through the Bible with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. In this unique series, Pastor Bob takes you through the Bible just a few verses at a time. No preaching, just a simple Bible reading with examples and explanations of the meaning behind the Scriptures. My Bible Study will take you from Genesis chapter 1 all the way through the book of Revelation. Now, here is Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. This is Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Welcome to My Bible Study. Glory to God. We're so blessed that you're joining us today. We just thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to study the Bible with us. Praise the Lord. We're going on a step-by-step journey, verse-by-verse through the Bible. And I'm just enjoying the the opportunity to share with you the Word of God and and all of that entails. Amen. We're going to be looking at Genesis chapter 7 today. Amen. We'll just begin in verse number 1. And the Lord said to Noah, Come, you and all your house, into the ark. For thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. The Lord is looking for someone righteous in this generation. Amen. Righteous, righteous is a unique word, okay? You can see it in several different places. In chapter 6, verse 9, we read it. Job talked about, you know, and and he was righteous in the eyes of God. Uh, What does it mean to be righteous in God's eyes? Well, it means basically to have right standing. That's, That's what it stands for, right standing. Out of all the population on earth, Only Noah and his family were still living in right standing with God. Everyone else, the entire population of the, everyone else, there wasn't one other righteous person. Everyone else had given in to false doctrines, false beliefs, despicable, immoral actions. Possibly, you know, they may have thought in their minds. They were honoring God with their sacrifices, just like Cain did with his offering. Amen. But they were deceived. Just like many people today in our society are deceived about being saved. You know, they say they serve the Lord, but their actions do not match their words. There are people out there that, you know, they say they're saved. They say they believe in Jesus. They, they you know, say they love the Lord. They have Jesus in their heart and all of that. But yet, they don't support ministry work. They don't go to church on a regular basis. The language they use does not honor God. The actions they do in whatever their daily life is does not honor God. They can say all they want. Jesus said, you will know the tree by its fruit. That that does not mean every single person has to serve the Lord in five-fold ministry in some form or fashion. No, that does, you know, doctors are called by God to do what they do. Car mechanics are called by God to do what they do. Think about it. If the ambulance was not operating because of a mechanical issue, the doctor would not be able to treat someone and save their life. So because the mechanic didn't know how to fix the ambulance, somebody died somewhere. So every person in the body of Christ has a place. You know, the you might think, well, I'm just a lowly secretary working for this company that, you know, distributes stuff from a warehouse. People 
we'll just use the same medical profession as an example. Someone needs an incubator tube or in whatever they call those things, they stick down your throat to help you breathe better. Someone needs that. The hospital's running low on supplies. They place an order to the company. The company sends it to the warehouse to get this sent out. That clerk processing that document is saving somebody's life somewhere. You don't think that's a calling? You don't think God can use every person in every situation? You know, what happens if that clerk called out sick that day and nobody else was able to process it because they were just too busy handling their own responsibilities and it waited another day, which took another day or possibly two days to get processed because maybe a weekend or holiday and somebody died. You know, so that clerk having good health to come to work that day saved somebody's life somewhere. Yes, those are minuscule things, but see how they all work together. That's what I'm saying. We are the body of Christ. Okay, We're not individuals in Christ. We are collectively the body of Christ. When I pick up this coffee cup, I want you to see something. Where's my pinky? Right here, right? Uh, you're looking to this on Facebook. If you're listening to this on audio and on the radio, you can't see it. But my pinky is actually supporting the cup in my hand. You know, these, these are all little things. If I had a broken finger on my pinky, it would hurt. And it would impede my ability to drink my coffee. And everybody who knows me, sometimes those are fighting words. Hey, man, because I love my coffee. Praise the Lord. Matter of fact. Ah, yeah, I'm good. Praise God. But see how everything works together for good of them that are love the Lord and called for his purpose. And it doesn't have to be in fivefold ministry. Now, back to what we were talking about. Noah was the only one in right standing with God. And he was teaching his children how to live right with God. And as God looked upon the expanse of humanity, the Bible says it repented him that he had created them because they had fallen into evil. And it didn't repent God because he had created them. Well, that experiment didn't work. This was a total failure. No, it repented him because he could not fellowship or have them live forever. They were going to be forever separated from him. And the immorality and and the decadence and the the Im, they were going to hell put it bluntly all right and that's what repented god that he had created people and that they were going to go to hell because they failed to live right with him you know perhaps they had some educated men philosophers that told them, you know, what Noah was saying was just gibberish. You know, water falling from the sky. <laughs> this guy's lost his rocker. Right? Perhaps their religious leaders told them, God shall never allow anything to happen bad to you. Perhaps they had some political leaders who said, you know, if anybody attacks us, we'll raise up an army. Our God protects us from everything. The people were told, well, you know, hey, don't worry about, you know, all this religion, fanaticism stuff, you know. Just go and enjoy life. You only have one life, but just enjoy it. Doesn't that sound like today? Doesn't that sound like our political leaders, religious leaders, and all them today? You know, there's nothing to worry about here. 
You know, even if there is a God, he's a loving God. A loving God won't send anyone to hell. I mean, just say you honor him. And maybe, you know, at the end of your life, you know, let's start, you know, you're starting to get old and you're realizing your days are numbered. Let, maybe start shifting over into that camp a little bit just to seal the deal, you know. But until then, just live life. Just enjoy it. Perhaps, as Noah preached to them for the hundred years or so it says it, it took him to build the ark, their leaders told them, you know, Noah's a nutcase. Don't listen to him. He's too radical. He's too extreme. Talking about all the things that happened before as if they were really going to come to true. Yeah, water falling from the sky. Where does this guy come up with this stuff? Right? They're making fun of him, mocking him, it said. Isn't that kind of what a lot of Christians do today? Jesus coming back. You know, they've been saying that for 2,000 years. Exactly. It hasn't happened yet, though, has it? Yeah, what makes you think it's going to Because the Bible says so. That's why. All right, well, I, I digress. A righteous man, a righteous woman, should be about winning their entire family to Christ. And generally, they'll be able to do so. The best way to win them is by living a separated life every single day. God mentioned again that he was pleased with Noah. You know, I, I pray I've been able to do that with my family. I don't know if I've really succeeded at that. I really, truly don't. Sometimes I wonder. You know, I, I want to believe it, and I pray to God every day for every member of my family. Only the Lord really knows the true condition of anyone's heart. And it will break my heart in heaven if all of my family, all of my family is not there. I believe that's why the Bible says God will wipe every tear away in Revelation 21.4. He will remove from our eternal memory forever those in our family that failed to truly accept him and live for him while in this earth. I mean, like I said, it's one thing to say you're saved. But Jesus himself said, know the tree by its fruit. Are they going to go to church on a regular basis? Do they make excuses instead? Do they go out and party and do things they shouldn't do, but still say they're Christians, but don't do any of the things that they should be doing? Know the tree by its fruit. But again, I digress. So we see now, Noah's very difficult task of building the ark is completed. Right? Verses 2 and 3. Of every clean beast you shall make to you, take to you by sevens, the male and his female. Of beasts that are not clean by two, the male and his female. Of fowls of the air by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of the earth. Sevens. Sevens. If, I, you know, if you were to just ask... How many animals did Noah collect on the ark? Well, it was, you know, two by two. No. The unclean animals were collected two by two. The clean animals had seven. Seven of them. So, just theoretically matching this up, uh, three male, three female, and an extra one, whichever one it was, so that they could pair up. But what about the oddball? What about the seventh guy? Well, you know, there's a distinction here, as we just read. The extra six pairs of animals and birds will be used for sacrifices and food for Noah and his family. 
Of every clean beast, you shall take to you by sevens, male and female. Of beasts that are not clean, by two, male and his female. Clean, not clean. There's a distinction made. And it relates to sacrifices. Later on, we'll study it uh, in chapter 8, verse 20. Later, uh, it has to do with eating in Leviticus, uh, chapter 11, Deuteronomy 14. By sevens and by two. Literally, seven sevens of every clean beast, which may mean seven pairs. That's one translation. Seven pairs. It wasn't two. It may have been 49, you know, like birds, especially with the birds and stuff like that, that are easy to, to you know, maintain a, a good flock, uh, plus the extra one, which be, is used for sacrifice later on. Verse 3, of fowls of the air by sevens, male and female, to keep seed alive upon the face of the earth. Of fowls of the air by sevens, male and female, that is, of such as were clean, seven couples, Brought into the ark for, like I said, clean beasts and those under the law. And so at the time, here it meant turtle doves, basically, and young pigeons Okay, that were for sacrifice. The rest was for food. The design of bringing both into the ark was to keep seed alive upon the earth, across the whole earth. That the species of creatures might continue, both beasts and birds, clean and unclean. Whether birds or animals, the reason was their ability for rapid multiplication. It was a matter of highest importance when the earth needs to be renovated. In addition, there was a need for their utility, either as articles of food, as we talked about, or possibly being employed in the service of man, such as donkeys and asses and oxes and things like that. Thank you for joining Pastor Bob as he leads you verse-by-verse through the Bible in this series called My Bible Study. We pray this study will bring you closer to God and reveal His Word and His will for you through the Scriptures. We would consider it an honor and a blessing if you would support this outreach with your financial offerings. We have partnered with Patreon to offer you unique gifts and benefits for various levels of giving. Please visit our page on Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. That link again is patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.